Folks, we biffed it on recording the cool minute-long setup. Yeah, we were just sitting here moving around headphones, uh-huh. and you missed it. It was really good. It was probably our best content in the show, in the season so far. I think, just overall. Yeah. Well, anyways, folks, my name is Henry, and you're listening to Ben, Kelvin, and Henry's Toys, Statuettes, and Collectibles Review Hour on KWCW 90.5 FM, Walla Walla. Uh, with me, I have my... Um, long-time personal sous chef and masseuse, Ben. Hello. <laughs> I love to cook. He loves, yeah, chopping meat and I love massaging. prepping, pre- yeah, chopping, massaging, tenderizing. Oh, yeah. All three. Uh-huh. Folks, we have some very exciting news, um... I have entered a pact with um, the devil himself, and I have exchanged my well-being and personal health to eventually bring Calvin back. Uh, Just as we got in, we got a call, and it was Satan himself, the Dark Lord of the Underworld, and he said, Henry, I got your email. Um, Yeah, sure. So he made me really sick and feel horrible. Um, and he's currently channeling Calvin back into the studio. So, sometime he'll be here. Are you, like, gonna stay sick forever? Yeah, until I die. It'll pass on to my firstborn child and <laughs> just keep going down, you know. I'm, like, regular. I was, like, regular sick. Yeah? And I have, I was like, off and on regular sick for, like, four weeks. Jeez. And I've been pretty miserable. Yeah. So I can't even imagine. The sacrifices lifetime. I make for this show. Yeah, for the show. Uh-huh. For your friend. Yes. Wasn't your mom here last weekend? Yes. We didn't get to hang out? You didn't get, no. Dang. I'm sorry. I saw her. <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. I don't know. I got a chance to see her. <clears throat> no, I guess that's makes, all we can hope for. At least one of us. At least one of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, in light of this satanic um, action going on, this we're p- pleased and proud to present... The Ben Calvin and Henry's Toy Statuettes and Collectibles Review Hour Disease and Death episode. First topic, my illness. Uh, I feel horrible. I woke up, I felt kind of crappy Tuesday and I took a nap after class and I woke up and just was like, oh my god, I hit by a truck. Really? And it kind of feels like the flu, but I got a flu shot and I'm not like nauseous. I just have like kind of feverish and I have a really nasty cough. Maybe you're just the weak flu then. Yeah, that's what it seems like. I am... That's weird, because yesterday, Tuesday, was actually, like, when I was feeling extremely bad in terms of this new sickness I've acquired. I think my house has just been passing around sicknesses of different sorts, and this one's been the one where I cough a lot, and I have a really runny nose, um, and I just feel super congested. Mm -hmm. Um, And all of yesterday, it was just awful, sitting through it. And, um, you know, I went to bed a little bit earlier last night. Yeah, and I think I just either I, it was a dream, or not, and it was real, but I was like awake in my bed and I was just sweating so profusely. Yeah, all of my sheets were soaked with sweat. Yeah, it was disgusting, and I was coughing everywhere, and I woke up this morning and I said, "Wow, I feel a lot better." Whoa. So, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it was all a dream. It'd Maybe- be the weirdest dream I've probably ever had. Maybe it was some sort of spiritual purge. Yeah, I hope bodily, so. Uh, infliction. It was infliction. my cleanse. I cleansed. Yeah. But I definitely 
got dehydrated after that night. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. I had a similar thing happen. I like all of Tuesday night, I like didn't really sleep. I like, like woke up every two hours. Like I'd go through one REM cycle and then just wake up and be like, ugh, and be really sweaty. And then like turn over and drink some water and just cough my lungs out and then fall back asleep. Yeah. And like I, f- I felt fine waking up as far as like sleep. But it yeah, was weird. It was, it was a strange night. Yeah, it's a weird bug for sure. And I'm hoping I'm on the up and up. Yeah, I've been drinking. I've had like six full pitchers of berry smoothies. Oh, with like peanut butter and honey and orange yeah, juice. Ooh, that it's, sounds super good. It's been good, and I think it's helped me out quite a bit. I've also had a lot of tea, a lot of like honey, lemon, ginseng. Yeah, I probably drank like four or five liters of water, of some sort yesterday. Yeah, like awesome. three, probably three-ish liters of like my, just like regular water, water bottle, and then another one to two liters of various teas. Yeah. Many teas. What was the highlight of the tea that you consumed? Oh, my gosh. Well, can I list you off all of my options? Yeah, go for it. Um, so there's this one, there's this one just like pretty regular black tea, but it was loose leaf, so, you know, okay. a little special, a little up yeah, there. Yeah, it was yeah. the last of it, so I had that. Um, there was an Earl Grey lavender tea, oh. another loose leaf right there. Tasty. Pretty pretty great um there's an irish breakfast um black tea uh and then we're going into the the non-caffeinated we're going into herbal tea now we got ginger with chamomile Mm. we've got uh honey vanilla chamomile we've got tension tamer we've Um, got roasted dandelion root i hate to interrupt but my satanic ritual has worked calvin has been channeled (laughs) into the studio this is insane the, the the Lord of the Underworld. This is shocking. I didn't think it would actually work. Calvin, I, I, I assumed a thousand years of sickness upon my lineage to bring you into the studio back from the dead. Really? Yeah. We did it just for you. Just for you. Well, I didn't do it. I did it. Yeah, just Henry did it. It's just me. I don't regret it one bit. <laughs> he just did it on his own. Well, I, I texted Ben, but he didn't was, respond, and then the deadline came up. And It was his personal email. He just, Ben just didn't really respond. He didn't do it on the I, business I email to, that we all have access to. Satan, no. like Lucifer. Uh-huh. And I said, hey, What's his, uh, email I don't want to give it out on air, but uh, it's a it's a Hotmail domain. <laughs> I can tell you that much. A Hotmail domain. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I just said, like, yo, what's good? My name's Henry, longtime fan. Um, I know you've been tuning into the show occasionally, and I was wondering if I could ask a favor of you. Um, my good friend Calvin has died, and I want him back on the show because I hate just oh. doing it with oh. my, my horrible co-host, Ben. Every day is misery. Um, doing the show with him. Yeah, I don't think... I, we only have, like, two functional ones. Uh-huh. We only have two functional ones. I'm pretty good at gauging my volume. Want to just use these the illness headphones? Be careful. <laughs> It'll give you hearing aids. Anyways, to finish my my tea. Yeah, please. Where was I? Go ahead. Ginger with chamomile. Yeah. Uh, honey vanilla lav. Honey vanilla chamomile. Um, tension tamer. Yeah. What is tension tamer? Uh, it's just you know it ten- it tames your tension. Oh. It has things inside of it you know tame your tension. Um, and then I also have. Uh, roasted dandelion root, Whoa. and a um a nettle leaf. 
Nettle but I've been kind of sampling from all of those. And yesterday I probably had six cups of different ones of those. It was okay. great. Very nice. Let's get into the real stuff now. Right. What have you guys been talking about so far? So far we've just talked about my illness and Ben's illness and various teas and liquids we've been drinking. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been having a lot of chicken bone broth. And by a lot, I mean 14 ounces over three days. I mean, that's a lot. Just plain chicken broth? Yeah, man. Bone broth. Bone broth. It's good for you, apparently. All right. <clears throat> Folks, you know, sometimes when you're sick and you're, you're like, hey, what's going on with my body? Why do I feel this way? You, you head on down to your, your friendly local doctor's office and you say, hey, doc, um, I don't... I feel horrible. And they say, okay, son, let me help you. Um, we've all been there. Uh, we've all walked from our farmhouse down to the town doctor. Uh, met him at the saloon and said, howdy, partner. I, I, my stirrups are falling off, if you know what I mean. You're just rehashing the same story with a different accent. It's the same accent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, we, you know... That's the classic, classic story. And it, this, that brings us to our relatable segment of the week. <laughs> going to the doctor's office. Don't you guys, don't you hate it or love it when you go to the doctor's <laughs> office and they check your blood pressure? Am I right, folks? Boy, do I love and or hate it <laughs> when they check my blood pressure. Uh-huh. It really oh, gets my blood it. boiling and or also makes me so happy. It makes me say, ah, this sucks, or ah, I like it. You know? <laughs> Sometimes both at the same time. <laughs> Sometimes you sit down and they're like, oh, we're going to take your blood pressure. And you're like, oh, I just did this yesterday. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And then they put it on your arm and then they squeeze it too tight. And uh-huh. you're like, I can't even feel like, my What fingers. is this, a cuff yeah. on, on my what arm? What are you doing? What? Are you cuffing me right now? What yeah. is it? What? I mean, come on, folks. You know come what I'm on, saying? really. Um, you guys ever go into the doctor's office and he's really squeezing your arm? Um, when he's checking your blood pressure, and you're like, Doctor, I don't think I like it this time. And he goes, uh, I'm just giving your arm a, a little hug, kid. And then you feel really good um, afterwards. They're conditioning you, Calvin. Yeah, huh? Calvin, I don't know if that's a relatable section of the week for me. <laughs> that doesn't happen every time you go to the doctor. They're office. conditioning you to like it. Yeah, that's a pretty unrelatable. <laughs> Calvin, <laughs> I know you just got onto the show, but... I have a Pavlovian uh, response every time. <laughs> <laughs> Every oh, time someone okay. says, I'm giving your arm a little hug, kid, <laughs> get really happy. Wow. <laughs> that, okay, I, I think that swings the dial back yeah. to relatable. I'm all yeah. the way back. It's all the yeah. way back. You yeah. also ever get that feeling where you're sitting, you know, at home, and you're like, man, I, there's just something missing. I just, I don't know what it could be, um, but there's just something missing. And then maybe you try some, like, some kind of, like, human contact, and you're like, that wasn't it. Right. Not uh, enough. Not enough. <laughs> not <laughs> Two miles. <laughs> I need something more. Uh-huh. And then just hap- you just happen to be going to the doctor. So you go right. to the doctor, you sit down, yeah. and they're like, we're going to take your blood pressure. Mm, and you mm-hmm. just, you feel this rush. Mm. You f- it just, from, like, your head to your toes and all in yeah. between, just everywhere, this, like, rush of adrenaline and just, like, Serotonin, everything happy, everything yeah. that makes you happy, it's all through you. And then 
They wrap around your arm. Oh, God. The Velcro. Uh Uh-huh. You can hear it just slide together. Yeah. And then you hear the... It's tightening. It's tightening. You can watch their hands squeezing the bulb. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they have the electric one that goes... Those things are crazy. And sucks it all out. And then... It lets it all out. That moment of release. The tension and release involved with getting your blood pressure checked. Unreal. Unbelievable. Nothing Better than any Scorsese movie. <laughs> and the best part, after all of that, you get that nice Velcro release. True. Wait, Henry, what about uh, The Wolf of Wall Street? The what of the Wall Street? Of Wall Street? The Wolf of what Street? The Wolf of Wall Street? The Wolf of Wall what? <laughs> the Wolf of whose street? <laughs> the Wolf what of, of Wall Street? <laughs> uh, it's the street on Wall Street. Uh, it's Wall Street. <clears throat> it's a Scorsese film, and um, if you haven't seen it before, it kind of it smells really good. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, getting your your blood pressure checked. Mm. So, you know, folks, watching For three hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I don't know if I could take it that long. Yeah, that sounds like just too much. It's an overwhelming sensory. Experience. I feel like my arm would fall off. Yeah. Anyways, folks, that was our relatable segment of the week. We we all, if you've been procrastinating on going down to the doctor's office and getting your blood pressure checked, what are you waiting for? You know, it's sharing this moment with us. Experience the community of bloodpressurecheckers.com. Finest home for blood pressure addicts. I can't unlock my phone. My hands are sticky. Do you need me to do it for you? No. Um, getting your blood pressure checked is cool, but I think there's nothing more intimate than having cavities filled. Calvin, that's an unrelatable moment of the week. That's Calvin's official unrelatable moment of the week. I've never had a cavity. I never will have a cavity. If you think that I could possibly get a cavity, you are mistaken and a fool, and I will elbow drop you into next week. I actually had all my teeth removed just to make sure I would never get a cavity in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I got these cool fake teeth. Made yeah. Of real teeth. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of just back. <laughs> I haven't been brushing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's a good coverage of the disease <laughs> segment. Now let's let's chat a little bit about what happens after you get a disease. Death. <laughs> uh, some of you may be saying, "Huh? What is what is that?" And you might, here's a, we're going to give you a brief little introduction to the top five best w- ways to die. If you're looking to die and you're saying, what, what does that even mean? How can, who can I do it to, on? <laughs> <laughs> Just listen up, open your ears and close your eyes because we're about to lay some wisdom straight down into your ear canal. Uh, top, the fifth, number five and best ways to die. Um... If you're walking down the street and all of a sudden from the 30th floor of a, a building, a safe falls out the window oh, and hits man. you on the head and then the door opens and you're inside. You're inside, <laughs> inside the safe. The, safe? <laughs> yeah. the door swings open and you're like, whoa. <laughs> you're yeah. like, there's little stars over your right. head. Your eyes are spirals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your limbs are kind of... Yeah, and you're askew. just like a noodle just kind right, of right. bobbing around. <laughs> yeah. Kind of stole mine. Right yes, <laughs> that was exactly where my mind went. Luckily, <laughs> oh, I have four more. 
I like it when it's a piano instead of oh. a safe, and it plays a little song when yeah, it hits you. Yeah. I'm more of like a simple kind of guy. I just, you know, just give me that like one ton, that oh. one ton thing, <laughs> yeah. just falling right like off. an anvil or something. Yeah, and then you just like, oh, well, this is like a five B, you know, subset. Or instead of going uh, into the safe, you just kind of flatten out like a pancake, right. and you're just like a round yeah, flat. Yeah, it's nice yeah, when yeah. you float around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like a piece of paper right. or a feather. That's always a good look. Um, number four, again, you're walking down the street. You're looking up <laughs> on, on the lookout for safes or pianos. You're not looking down at your feet. Oh, no. There's a banana peel. Someone's been eating bananas. Ah. You're near the zoo, near the monkey cage. You go whoop, and there's a whistly, a slide whistle sound effect, and you crack your skull open on the pavement. That's number four, best ways to die. It's nothing, it's just such a, uh, you can compost the banana afterwards. Really nothing can beat it, except for the three things that are ahead of it on this list. That's right, the three other ways to die that we're all thinking about. Um, well, I have have one. Um, so you're, you're out. You're jogging. Maybe you're on the road, yeah. but you're running. You're yeah. getting your exercise in, and um, you're running. You're not really paying attention. You're more looking forward than down at your feet. Uh, maybe you're looking up. I don't know. But it's nice, open, clear, um, and then you just notice you're not really moving forward anymore. Oh. Um, and you're kind of running in place, mm. and you're like, what's going on? So you take a look down, and boy, uh-huh. have you just run right off that cliff, <laughs> and you're just running right in, mi- right in the middle of the air, not getting anywhere. But then right when you look down, that's when you start falling. And you do like kind of a big shocked right, thing right. like in the air. Like your hands go up and your like yeah. mouth and your eyes get really wide. Like you're really surprised. And then you fall. Yeah. I like it when there's like a horn noise or like a xylophone when you fall. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I love that. Big fan of that. Yeah. I like a, like the little piano when you're running like right, oh, right uh-huh. in the air before you realize. That's a great look. Yeah. That was me doing this. Oh, <laughs> thought I heard someone running into the studio. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, that was me reenacting running with my fingers. Yeah. Calvin, you want to read number two? Yeah, number two. Um, <laughs> this one's pretty niche. Um, it's when you're bowling and you throw the bowling ball and uh, your fingers uh, get stuck in the ball. So you get uh, slung <laughs> down the alley with the ball and then uh, the, uh, the pin, the thing that sweeps up, the pin sweeps you up with it. And uh, you get sucked into the ball return, and so you go through the ball return tube. And uh, at that point, you're just a, a nice cylinder. Um, yeah. <clears throat> which is cool sometimes, because uh, then people can bowl with you again, and then you're nice and flat, so you can really cover the whole alley. Yeah. Um, a strike every time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool way to cheat the system. Yeah. And that brings us to number one. This is... By far my favorite way to die. I hope someday to die that way. Um, if you see a, a wooden crate on the street mm-hmm. and it has some company name on it, some revered company like Acme or you know, oh, Martin okay. Lockheed or something, yeah, and yeah. you pick it up and you look over it and you're like, hey, whose box is this? And you see your arch enemy with a big, a big pump labeled TNT <laughs> and you look down and the top of the lid says, careful explosives. And you look up directly at the camera and you say, uh-oh. <laughs> and they push down, and it's just boom. You know? And then, like... And it's like a big explosion. Like yeah. Like, nuclear. 
And then strangely, either like you don't actually get blown apart at all, and right. you're just like all black and covered in soot or yeah, something, yeah. and like really your hair blown back, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just kind of your eyes that are the only white part left, and you're kind of blinking really right. wide-eyed. Or that thing where it's like just your head left, and it's kind of gray soot, and you just kind of look right at the camera and make kind of like a uh, kind of face. Yeah, and it like zoom like this black circle zooms in. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I really hope, regardless of it. Any of those five ways that I die, the black circle circle zooms in at the very yeah. end. Oh, yeah. That's kind of the ideal. Maybe some sort of like you know zingy catch phrase or tune or something. And then like yeah, show tune or something yeah. at the end. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that I just died. I would, yeah. <laughs> what happened? I wouldn't mind having that one. That one sounds kind of nice. It's chipper. Did you did you make that yourself? Uh, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Folks, we're taking our pants off in the studio. <laughs> we're pulling our pants down. Why? <laughs> that was crazy. This is now a naked episode. <laughs> Welcome. The naked disease and death episode. Um, being naked is a form of death in a way. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, what happened to the spring on that mic? What do you mean? The spring it's just hanging. It's oh, Jesus. Uh, speaking of death, we uh, watched this cool World War One. Well, it wasn't that cool, but we watched this World War One documentary at my screening tonight, and it was like uh, Peter Jackson, like the director of the Lord of the Rings movies, made the documentary. Oh, it was like the like restored. Yeah, it was like uh, I forget what it's called, but yeah, it was that one. And he there's like a making of documentary afterwards, and he was talking about uh, like. Being a big freak for World War One, basically, <sighs> and like it started out, and he was like, "Okay, uh, here's my collection of World War One uniforms," and then uh, he was like, uh, "We had to make sound effects for the film, but luckily I brought out my tank collection and my <sighs> uh, cannon collection." And he, uh, they were just like rolling around with their tanks and like firing off the tanks with like a guy with a microphone getting the foley for the film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, imagine like. Liking World War One enough to purchase tanks. Excuse me. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Folks, if you're a freak for World War One, feel go ahead to call into the World War One freak line at 509-527-5283. That's 509-527-5283. You can only call in if you're a true freak for World War One. Freaks only. But yeah, he really likes that stuff. That's wild. Just I hope he calls multiple in. Multiple tanks. Yeah. I don't know if it was more than one, but he did have multiple cannons. A non-zero period. amount of tanks. Yeah. That's pretty odd. More than I can say yeah. about my tank collection. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Folks, that's another Ben Calvin and Henry's Toy Statues and Collectibles Review Hour relatable moment of the week. <laughs> Having zero tanks? Who can't relate to that? Aside from Peter Jackson. <laughs> In the U.S. Army. <laughs> he must be really lonely. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he has the U.S. Army. True. <clears throat> um. All right. Time to get. Time to cut the crap. <laughs> we, we've been getting calls left and right, emails, texts, FaceTimes. Everyone wants to know. Ben Calvin and Henry's Toy Statues and Collectibles Review Hour. Eye exams. Fact or fiction? So folks, we're gonna we're gonna dig into what exactly is going on with eye exams and whether they <laughs> whether they're they're fact or fiction. 
I brought on with me today two experts. Uh, one who is who uh, is an eye exam hunter and believes in eye exams. Another one is a denier that he's a scientist at Harvard State University. <laughs> <laughs> a hunter? Wait, what do you mean by a hunter? Like, like you know, Bigfoot hunters. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you guys want to introduce yourselves? <clears throat> yeah, hey, uh, I'm Bartholomew Eyes. Um, I'm an eye exam hunter. I think they're real. I've never experienced one for myself, but... <laughs> <laughs> and hi, I am the eye exam denier. My name is Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Thank you both so much for coming on to the show. Um, yeah, I love your music. <laughs> we can talk later. <laughs> Now's the time. We have some debate. <laughs> some irreconcilable differences. <laughs> Now, I've, as you know from my email, I brought you both on to talk about eye exams. <laughs> Whether they're truth or fiction. <laughs> And sometimes the truth is stranger than fiction. <laughs> so that's why I brought you both on here today, to talk about eye exams. Any opening remarks? <laughs> um, I've never had an eye exam because obviously they're fake and I've never sought them out and my vision works just fine. Yeah. Um, I've never had a problem with it. Um, it's just all black. Your vision? Yeah. There's just nothing. Sounds like you pass with flying colors. Um, now tell me, what's the story with those sunglasses? Are they prescription? <laughs> They're more for style. Okay. Um, prescription would imply that there is an eye exam. <laughs> oh, which, right. My bad. Um, do not exist. Prescription, yeah. it's a myth. It's a hoax. That's right. Um, it's what people say to pretend like they're educated. Um, these sunglasses glasses are purely for style. So I can look good while playing the piano. I see. <laughs> Henry, uh, you have glasses, right? Uh, yeah, I'm actually wearing them right now. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, are they prescription? Well, I don't. I don't want to influence the outcome of this debate too much, but uh, the evidence is right there. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> God, this guy. <laughs> no, this Harvard man is too smart. <laughs> don't we have a biased. We have a biased judge of our of our debate here. <laughs> Did you bring, on, bring me on to a biased debate? No, I didn't. It was totally not my intention, Mr. Wonder. Are you here to make a, make me a fool? Make me look like a fool? <laughs> uh, no. Do I look like a fool? I can't see. I took my glasses off. <laughs> I can't really well, see I can't much tell either. <laughs> okay. Well, my eyes were great. Yeah, Mr. I, you want to check in? Yeah, and I, um... Yeah, you, you really look like you've been examined. Um... Well, folks, that proves it. Eye exams, sometimes the truth is stranger than fiction. And today, we've been shown that the truth can be stranger than fiction. <laughs> Eye exams are real. <laughs> That's the end of the, of the debate. Thank you so much for coming on, Mr. Wonder and Mr. I. I hope, hope you can reconcile your differences. Mr. Wonder, might I recommend uh, getting an eye exam yourself? You might... Yeah, you, I think you'd like it. You might discover something about yourself that you never knew before. Well, I think I have actually had an eye exam once uh, before. Huh? <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I just... I blocked out the memory. Because um, they told me I had no eyes. <laughs> Would you mind taking your glasses <laughs> off for us? 
This is a safe space. We are there any cameras? You can trust us. No cameras. This is an audio only show. Okay. Well, as long <laughs> as you don't explicitly describe what is behind these sunglasses. Yeah, we will not do that. We just will look not. Okay, we'll just look. Here I am taking them off right now. <gasps> oh my god! The holes go all the way through the back of his head. Yeah, just deep sunken holes, like like subway tra- station Two perfect things. circles. Yeah, that's <laughs> disgusting. How does his brain work? <laughs> Looks like he's been storing various small objects in there. Yeah, he has a pencil and a banana and a hot dog. <laughs> it makes it more tight for my music. It makes it more compact for my music. Tell me, if you take those objects out, does your head collapse? <laughs> There's scaffolding. <laughs> It's all structural. Wow. Mr. Lender, please put your glasses back on. I'm really uncomfortable. I will, I will. That explains the second pair of glasses that he wears on the back of his head. (laughs) I was wondering about this. Anyways, thank you so much for coming on to my show. It's an honor. I think we learned a lot. Um, Man, Ben and Calvin, did you guys hear that interview? (laughs) Yes. It was crazy. It was a shocker for sure. Yep. Uh. Um. All right, folks. Well, it's we know that we're forget Vogue, forget <laughs> Seventeen magazine. Ben Calvin and Henry's Toy Statuettes and Collectibles Review Hour is the hottest place for trends, fashion, and styles uh-huh. for <laughs> our listeners. We offer nothing but the most trendy and in-tune styles, and we're here to deliver them right now. This season, it's it's flu season, baby. It's it's time to get your flu on. Get a little nausea, body aches, <laughs> uh, fever. Fever, you say? Well, <laughs> you may be wondering to yourself, Ben Covenant and Henry's Toys, Statuettes, and Collectibles Review Hour on KWCW 90.5 FM Walla Walla. I'm trying to get a fever myself. I don't know what temperature to get it at. F- folks, that's why we're here to help. We brought in our resident fever experts, Ben Calvin and Henry, to talk about <laughs> just what are the hottest fever temperatures this season. Take it away. <clears throat> All right, well, uh, let me tell you, Henry. Uh, 2019 is the year of uh, subtlety. Oh. You want to be just, just a few degrees above the average. Uh, maybe we're talking 99. Uh, oh. We're talking... Maybe even 98. Um, Wow. Yeah. I'd have to disagree there, Calvin. (gasps) You see, that, what Calvin just described, subtlety, it's so winter of 2019. And we're heading into, Uh (laughs) that's right, spring. That's right, spring break. It's Uh time to get wild. And that means your fevers have to get wild, too. I'm talking 103, 104, 105. Get it up there, baby. Wow. Get yourself landed in that hospital for a nice, cool, just kidding, hot oh. spring break. <laughs> Sitting at a cool 110 myself right now. <laughs> you gotta practice what you preach, Calvin. Huh? You gotta practice what you preach. And I just, well, it's just transition for spring. <laughs> <laughs> Two very, very solid temperature choices. Uh, I've personally been keeping a finger on... I was coming out of Italy and out of France this season. Mm-hmm. Oh, so um, like a cultured fever. Yeah, I've been I've been particularly paying attention to uh, uh, people who have the flu in Italy and in France. <laughs> and uh, that makes sense. Yeah, well, it seems like the temperature of the season uh, overseas, at least, is one hundred one point five. 
one oh one point five. It's all the the you know hot they trendy Italian. That's right in the middle. Yeah, well, you know what they They're, say. They seem like a kind. Of, they seem like a kind of people that would limit it to a decimal. Yeah, you know we're giving ranges yeah. here, Calvin. It's not called the Middle Terranian for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if you're looking to, you know, take a flight overseas this spring break and uh, chow down on some croissants in in Paris or, you know, lounge on the beach in in Cinque Terre, just just. Catch a catch a flu and, and try to get up to one one point five. Catch a flu and catch, catch a flight. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and catch some relaxation. Um, it's like if you have a flu on a flight, you you're just kind of like and you're feverish. Yeah. It just kind of all blurs together. Yeah. You know, it just That's another bonus. It's so easy. It's like time travel. It's like time travel. <laughs> it's also time travel when you're actually at your destination. <laughs> It's just time travel all around. It's yeah. pretty it's a it's a cool way to experience the world. Yeah. And it's free. It's quick, <laughs> free and easy. Catch a flu. <sighs> <laughs> Do you guys have any huh. tissues? Uh, no, no, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go on a brief exploration. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well Um Calvin, in kind of the theme of the show being about illness and death, how has it felt being dead for the past two to three weeks? Let me tell you. It's good. How could you elaborate? Explain. Um, it's very stress-free. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to spend a lot of time with my recently deceased loved ones. <coughs> uh-huh. Uh, yeah, we've been... We've been having a lot of campfires. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> singing music together. Wow. Um, yeah, there's been a real atmosphere of community in the uh, dead in the dead world. That's crazy. Yeah. That's lovely. I have a, did you get ex- like an excused absence from Whitman oh, during no, that time? No, no, no. Oof. No. <laughs> That's tough. That's hard. I like it. Well, you must have uh, a lot of work to catch up on. Yeah. They only give you that excused absence if you have like a fever or something, you know. Yeah. And yeah. You, you can't you can't clock in that fever when you are, you know, stone cold. Right. In the underworld. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel pretty feverish right now, but they took my temperature and they were like, "Me, me. It's probably is going right through you, buddy. <laughs> it's probably just you readjusting to being alive again yeah. or being present. Oh, I forgot that I was dead and then alive. Well, well, that was never kind of, really explicitly explained, that part. You're not really alive, I would say. You're just kind of back. Could you guys catch me up on the narrative? Yeah, well, you died. Uh-huh. And then you and came then back. And then your death got renewed for another episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, How did he die again? He fell off a cliff? I think that was... Yeah, fell off a cliff. Um, <laughs> and is that how we kept it? He just fell off... He stayed yeah, falling off the cliff? he just mysteriously tripped and fell by himself off a cliff. Yeah. We don't know what happened. We, we didn't see it. don't know what it. could happen. We took a yeah. little trip, you know, a little team building. Yeah, Ben and I were both uh, downstairs on the cliff. <laughs> downstairs on the cliff. Yeah, we didn't... We weren't... We, we were just listening close. to music. Yeah, we had no we idea. we were listening to... Uh... uh, uh Led radio Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. In the basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So anyways, yeah, then you fell and died, and then you're, like Ben said, your death got renewed, and then now you're back. It's a quick turnaround. Yeah. Crazy how that happens. <laughs> how does it feel being back? 
Um, I gotta say, mostly the same. Really? Yeah. Mostly the same? Mm-hmm. As being dead? Uh, as being alive the first time. Oh. Do you miss being dead at all? Um, you know, it's just different. Oh, yeah. It's like, I was one thing, now I'm another thing. Uh, who cares, really? Wow. Huh. That's a very freshly back from the dead thing yeah. kind of thing for you to say. Yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe a few weeks down the line I'll be missing it, but for now, um... You're just kind of living life. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> no time like the present, that's what I say. You're an inspiration to us all. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, you guys have any topics you want to do? Uh, what's left over? What? What's left over? Uh, we have most chill, non-lethal illnesses uh-huh. and men on the street surgeon interview. <laughs> you also... if, if you could invent your own illness, you know... That, I guess, is non-lethal, but it could be lethal, depending on the situation. Um, what would it be? If you could bioengineer your own illness. Um, mine would be pinata disease, where all of your insides slowly turn to candy. Um, and you're still able to operate like a normal human being. But if anybody finds out that you're a pinata human, they will beat you senselessly until they get your candy. That's brutal. I know. Yeah, that sounds really tough. That would be my disease. Huh. <laughs> I'd like to be uh, just having one sneeze continuously forever. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> just a constant, like, uh. <laughs> Achoo! <laughs> Yeah, that could be nice. Yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, I was thinking my disease... Um, uh, appendicitis 2. That's <laughs> <laughs> where your appendix grows back. <laughs> uh, and it's a, a good disease. Yeah, that sounds like a... Like, good ease. Yeah. Or a yes ease. <laughs> Pro ease. Pro ease. <clears throat> Have any of you guys had appendicitis? No. No. Can't say I have. You can try it. It's on the checklist. Have you, you had, had appendicitis? Huh? Have you had it? No. <laughs> Why are you recommending it to us? Um, my dad had it. And he said it was pretty fun. Oh. Oh. Well, my fr- yeah, my friend had it, and he had a pretty cool scar afterwards. Yeah. 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 He would show. He would be like, "Look at my scar," and I'd be like, "Please put your stomach away." <laughs> Where, where but in my I... mind, and afterwards, I was like, that was a pretty cool scar. Yeah. <laughs> How big are we talking? I don't know. I would say, like, half of a finger length. Respectable. Look at that finger. Decent size. Like, from either your your base knuckle, from the knuckle on your hand, <laughs> to your the next knuckle, or um, from that knuckle to the tip, which, oh. is, t- which is a two-knuckle length. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's not that big. They don't... They don't need a lot yeah. of cut to well, do what they need, you know? How big is the appendix? Like, pretty small, I imagine. I would imagine. But maybe it gets all big when it when you're getting appendicitis. Yeah. It doesn't, it like, swell up and yeah, man, with like, freak out and stuff? With, like, pus <laughs> and, yeah. or bile or something. Mm. 
all the bad stuff. <laughs> and then, it, then if you don't get it out, it'll just explode. It'll pop. Yeah. Kind of like a piñata. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> kind of like your own innate piñata. Yeah. Um, a fun feature of the human body. Yeah. I hope we're not alienating all of our fans who uh, rely on us for dinner time background right now. <laughs> or the appendicitis fan base. <laughs> People who have suffered. We haven't... Oh. I thought you meant like appendicitis fans of appendicitis on the show. Uh, <laughs> we listened to the show and I was like, well, we haven't said anything bad about appendicitis. We're pretty pro-appendicitis. <laughs> <laughs> Might be alienating our anti-appendicitis fans. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah, that would be a shame. That's a big constituent well, of our listener base. You know... If you're anti-appendicitis, I don't even want you listening to the show. Uh, <laughs> no, we still do. Turn off the radio. No, Ben, they're our biggest voter group. It's 95%. Uh, <laughs> I only want, you know, I don't, if they, if you don't agree with us, stop listening. He is Only right. on appendicitis, though. He does have a point. You know, don't lie to yourself. <laughs> What now? What now? Come on. Uh, I just uh, want to have a vaccination debate. <laughs> do they exist? <laughs> do you want to set that up, Calvin? You want to? Yeah, <laughs> feel free to host it. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I have some strong opinions, so I might not be the best moderator, but I'm happy to throw in my two cents. Yeah, um, you can be like a biased moderator. <laughs> You can be a biased moderator as long yeah, as you... Yeah, okay, so then uh, why don't you be pro-vaccination? Okay. And Henry, you can argue that vaccinations don't exist. Um, of course. I'll start. Um, vaccinations, they're real, and I've had them, and um, I didn't feel very good afterwards, so I think they're bad. So, you know, that's interesting, So I've actually never had one. I've never seen anyone have one, so I'm not really sure that, uh, that, you can, that they exist. Well, they do. No, I'm pretty sure, actually. <laughs> I'm like, pretty confident that that's not, it's not <laughs> a thing. Ben, what do you think? Well, I'm a pro-vaccinator. Um, I vaccinate all the time. I get vaccinated all the time. Um, it's a lifestyle. Um, whenever they come out with the newest vaccine, you know, I always have to, I get in line, um, and I get it. You know, wait in line, spend $1,000, get the latest model, get yeah. the vaccine. Um, you know, I just can't get enough of them. See, no, that's that's where my my the nuance of my point comes in. I will concede that vaccines, in a sense, exist. You can inject things into your arm, uh-huh. but it, they're not what you think they are. You think it's you know all these chemicals that cure your disease and stuff. That's not okay. true. It's various types of soda, grape soda, Sprite, uh, root beer. And that's all. That's all they're injecting into you, and it, it just makes you want to drink the soda more. It, it, it's like a—they're reprogramming you. They're—they're they're blood washing you to want soda. Do you drink soda, Ben? Um, on occasion, I might have my. Uh huh. And when do you most frequently get cravings for soda? You know, well, just like after waiting in line all that time for the. Uh huh. Think about it. Vaccine. Think about it, folks. Just... Well, he's got to be pretty parched in those. Lines. Yeah, I'm just really parched. I just yeah, really but... parched from the line. It's not the. Why not, not the water? Vaccine. Why not V8? Why not uh, sparkling water? Well, I know nothing really hits the spot. Yeah, like nothing really good... hits the spot like a good soda. Yeah, yeah and that is what I'm saying. You guys are trapped. <laughs> 
You're being matter. tricked. I only do vac. I'm not take getting vaccines for the whole health benefits of it. All right, that's not what I'm doing. It. It's really? a fashion thing. It's a style <laughs> thing. Huh. If you don't have the latest vaccine, you're ostracized from the the cool vaccine community. And what does the vaccine community drink? Who are they sponsored by? <laughs> well, I don't know. They're sponsored. They're sponsored by A and W. They're sponsored by Sprite. They're sponsored by Pepsi. I've gone to a couple of their conventions where they're <gasps> showing off vaccine and vaccine merchandise, and maybe there are some people walking around <laughs> serving some soda. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Maybe there is some soda being sold at nearly all of the stalls in the convention. That's not to say. That's not to mean. <laughs> That soda cravings are a direct effect of vaccines. <laughs> oh, but they are. You can't even tell. You're in too deep. When was the first time you got a vaccine? As a kid? As a young child? They get you early. They hook you. As a baby. Yeah. I got MRSA, that stands for vaccines as a baby. Mother's Root Soda. Mother's Root Soda. Acclamation. What, what is that? MRSA. Mother's Root Soda. Affliction. What do you mean root? Root beer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't call it Merba. <laughs> Would be a cool name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they hook you early. They hook you as a young kid. Well, Henry. Yeah. What if I told you that soda is good for you and it prevents disease? Sodas are the real vaccine, Henry. Mm. Well, I would agree with that, but... <laughs> If they weren't getting, you, if drink they were getting you hooked on the on the soda with the vaccines, uh, no one would drink it, and everyone would get sick. That is true. That I will concede that point. But <laughs> nevertheless, I think it's it's a you know dastardly scheme that they use to prey on underprivileged populations, and it's just it's not something that I can ethically support. I thought you didn't think they exist. <laughs> no, you don't think... Never mind. You thought they don't think they exist the way we think. Right. Well, right. I think we all agree. Yeah, no, I think... Yeah, that, well, in that sense, we agree that they exist and that they're soda. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's where some of the disagreement came from at first. Yeah. But... I feel like we had a really healing moment on this show. I feel like yeah, we, we, we came, came together across different beliefs and just hashed things out. I feel the same way I do after I drink a nice ice cold can of Sprite. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that same kind of just relaxing, you know, sedating feeling <laughs> as, as a Coca Cola. That tranquil out of body experience, <laughs> you know, as a Coca Cola or maybe as like a Fanta. Oh, um, Fanta! Now that's that's <sighs> insidious. <laughs> that's some dangerous. You know, liquid. There. You ever you ever go down south to South America? You get yourself a nice Inca cola. Um, you really feel like the cultural cultured soda drinker. Um, huh. There's soda all over, man. Really? Yeah. It's not just in the U.S. No, it's a. <coughs> I don't know. It's like it's an invasive species. Actually, they're they're finding it growing in like the gutters oh and in the sidewalks. Um, really just taking over yeah um it's it's horrible the trees horrible. the soda trees wait i yeah, thought we thought soda was good i thought we were i know but them the invasiveness of it yeah um, have you seen the soda streams <laughs> well near the soda everywhere. trees yeah <laughs> we should get a soda stream for the show 
That'd be very nice. Should just get a soda stream. For we need show. a soda stream. In the next three months, one of us needs to get a soda stream. Yes. Or else. If no, if no one sends us a soda stream, we'll be taking the show off the air. Yeah, uh, that's a promise. That's a threat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Came into the show feeling okay, ending the show feeling just <laughs> hit by a truck or a plank. Oh no! Oh, hit by a plank. Yeah. That's a great amendment to good ways to die or get injured. <laughs> um, walking along and then, you know, in maybe your garden or your yard, oh. and accident accidentally stepping on the like teeth of a rake or something and having the wooden handle just Mm -hmm. smack you right in the face. Having it make that thwack noise. Yeah, Uh the thwack. (laughs) I live for the thwack. Yeah. A lot of people die for that thwack. (laughs) (laughs) I always think it's cool when there's like a big indent in the middle of your face and your eyes are crossed. You know? Yeah, it just like naturally crosses your eyes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. Well, you never even have to learn how to. It's that easy, folks. How do you guys think, like, the visual language of cartoon death came about? Like, I don't know, like, the birds floating around your head thing and tweeting? It's all symbolism, man. Where do you think that came from? Maybe it's just, like, time passing. Like, you're just, like, KO'd. Yeah. I don't know. came from books. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Can't argue with that. Books. (laughs) Probably right. We could just end the show if you guys wanted. No, we have okay. to keep going. We have to last. We have to do four more minutes of content. Four more minutes <laughs> of content. The fans need it. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, you know when we did that technology episode yeah. and people were just like, man, I wish we could have had more technology talks. I think I was dead for that one. Yeah, you were dead for that one. Well, it's on Spotify if you want to listen to it. It's on Spotify if you want to listen to it. It's just Ben Calvin Henry's Toys Etch and Collectibles Review Hour on Spotify. Huge fan. And on iTunes. And on on... Shout Engine. And on other platforms. Yes, other re-hosting sites. (laughs) It's it's out there. It's everywhere. Um, They're just like, man, I wish we could talk about technology, but like old technology. Oh, yeah. Um, Gramophones. Gramophones. I'm talking... Primitive technology. Uh oh. Um, so we brought in we've brought in the expert from primi- primitive technology on YouTube dot com here to give us a live episode of primitive technology. We don't even know what it's going to be about yet. He's just going to start doing it and kind of he brought in his friend to narrate it. Um, it's considerate of him. I know it was really considerate of him. I'm just really excited to like present it to all of you. So here's a short, quick, three to four minute episode of Primitive Technology, exclusive here on Ben Calvin Henry's Toy Statue and Collectibles Review Hour. Chirp, 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 chirp. Okay, it looks like, uh... Chirp, chirp, chirp. The man is gently rubbing a bird. Chirp, 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 He's told me that he's uh, going to be making a TV on this episode. <laughs> Gonna be making a primitive television. <laughs> okay, the man is now. <laughs> he's hit it. He's hitting the ground with a large log. Um, he's abandoned the bird and it's flown away. 
Huh? Uh, I can't tell what he's doing. It's not making any noise. <laughs> okay, the man is uh now getting in a mud bath. <laughs> he's just splashing around. I don't know what the technology is here, but he looks like he's having a lot of fun. <laughs> He's gently giggling to himself. He pulled out a blender. Um, I don't know where he got that. Did not realize that those were uh, invented in uh, 450 BC. Um, and out of nowhere, it looks like we've got a TV. Click, <laughs> click. He's changing the channel. Uh, he's turned it on. Uh, he's watching his favorite show, uh, The Brady Bunch. Um, unfortunately, language has not been invented yet, so um, the Brady family's just <laughs> they're laughing and grunting <laughs> while they have their morning coffee. Um, Mr. Brady is getting in his automobile and taking the kids to school now. <laughs> uh, the car broke down because gas hasn't been invented yet. Um, oh my goodness, <laughs> the car exploded. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are charred but intact, and they're, uh, <laughs> they're yelling as they walk to school. <laughs> they're sitting down in their desks, and uh, their teacher is chastising them for yelling at school. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're sharpening their pencils now. What is that? <laughs> Sounds like a pencil sharpener. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> they only have knives to sharpen their pencils. So. Yeah, they've sharpened their pencils to find points, and um, they're using them to hunt for wild boar now. Um, <laughs> 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 they've, they've, they've successfully slaughtered a boar, and now their teacher is uh, teaching them arithmetic. <laughs> <laughs> two plus two. <laughs> wow, that was incredible. What an episode. Yeah, how did he do that? I really didn't catch at all how the TV <laughs> no, was. Really. One, one second he was uh, splashing around in the mud and then <laughs> he was just sitting down. Um... Well, you know the old the saying of, the primitive saying of uh-huh. all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Very true. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> and folks, on that note, I think we're going to have to call it quits forever. We're t- taking the show off the air. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Ben, Calvin, and Henry's Toy Statuettes and Collectibles Review Hour. My name is Calvin. I'm Henry. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Ben. (laughs) And we are Ben, Calvin, and Henry's (laughs) Toy Statuettes and Collectibles Review Hour on KWCW 90.5 FM. My name's Henry. Goodbye.